about the difference between gvul, kayach gvul. We're talking about um, the idea of before the tzimtzum, after the tzimtzum. That is the topic of conversation here. Zechariah. Big show for Zechariah. Okay. Zechariah, you made a pot of coffee for us? No. Not yet. Okay. No, no. I guess we'll have to suffice with the water. Uh, okay. Hmm. Okay. So he says like this. Let's let's start a few lines before that. Like the passage, the concept of that is found in Atzilus. You can't say that it's Mamash and Metzias of Yesh, right? But Dabar Bivne Atzma Chasmusalam. Vikiyadua de Kayachagavul Shibatzilus Heim Bechinas de Akalim Dat Atzilus. So, what is he saying here? Nu Gabriel, what is he saying here? The Kayachagavul is the Akalim of Atzilus. Okay, but what is he saying here? It's not something in and of itself. What does it mean? It's not something. It is. You just told me it's the kalim. No, it's not something. It's just the kachagvul of Hashem. But wait a minute. You just said it's the kalim. Isn't the kalim if No, no. What no. is it? Then? I'll tell you, Rabbi. It goes like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Josh. Help us out. They just said it, it's eno. It's eno. It's not. It's we know that in Atzilus that the Kalim and the Or are one, are one and the same. They're not one and the same. What is he trying to bring out when he says here, when he's saying here that it's not Einu bebechinas metzias yesh v'davar b'pnei atzma chasam ki edu adekayach agvul shvatzilus heim bechinas Kalim datzilus. What is he saying? Go ahead, Zachariah, help us. Meaning that even the Kalim and Atzilas are not a separate entity. They're part of also the same thing. The, the part of uh, it's Hashem's united in Atzilas. Right? There's no separateness. Is it, yeah, what does it mean, there's no separateness? I, don't, I, I'm, oh, I'm, I think we're, saying, we're, we're, we have to work on that word a little bit. Yeah. You're saying like there's the Yeshus and then there's the just like united with Hashem. And when we get to Atzilas, they seem like even. They get mm-hmm. to the place where they, they're almost like half half. So, and Atzilus or the Kalim are equal. Okay, so. But is it saying more like within Hashem, really, just what comes from Atzmus is Kaychagvul and Bligvul, and so. But what does that have to do with us here? I don't understand. As what in is Atzilus he trying to bring out? Is <laughs> Can we agree that the Kalim are not the Or? Yeah. Yes. Fine. And so, what are they? Like, what? What is? What is he trying to bring out here? He's trying to say something here, right? Go back and read the word. Read the line again. He says, What is that? Last chance. Last chance. Alex. Let's see. Alex can help us. 
Yeah, yeah. Is it representing the Koyach HaGvul? The Kalim represent the Koyach HaGvul? They don't represent anything. They are the Koyach HaGvul. Yeah, Adam? Tabba, you show them which line we're on? What? Rabbi. Yes, he's in your... Yes, Kalim and Atzilis don't feel separate, so to speak. Okay, so what does that mean? That they're not what? The Vavifiyat. So speak to me in English. What does that mean? A dover with They're bottle. They're bottle. They're bottle to what? To the ore. Bottle to the ore? No, I mean to the answer of the What are we saying here when we say that it's it's kol mitzi? Uh, where is it? That what are we saying here when it's she'ena b'chinas mitzias yesh klau? That's what. That's the key phrase here. Like they don't seem like they are yeshes. Meaning what? They don't seem like they're separate from Hashem. They don't seem like they have their own personal identity. Right. Right? That they're not their own mitzias. What does it mean, their own mitzias? Their own mitzias hayesh. Those, that's the phrase that he's using. What's a mitzias hayesh? Uh, they're just an expression of something else. They don't express Okay, themselves. good. What are they expressing? They're expressing the source, essentially. They're expressing the source. They're not, expre- they're not like an expression of themselves. It's not like you see it and you go, oh, look at that thing. You're saying, oh, look at that. That is an expression of something else. So, like, I guess, it, I guess it's... Okay, that's interesting. I'm to say that the kalim of Atsilus are just an expression of Atsilus itself. It's not like... Yeah, go ahead. Is it similar to, like, how even before the Tzimtzum you had Orein Sof, but that Orein Sof still had the Kofa Gvul within it. True. And then now it's after it's in some, now it's coming and expressing the Kayachakul into these uh, ten spheres. Not into. It, it is the Kayachakul. It, it sounds like it's using this as an example. Right. Just like in Atsilus, you have the Kalim, which are, we know are like nothing in Atsilus. They're not like something in them of themselves. They're merely they, an expression. They don't have their own identity. They don't have their own identity. They don't have their own identity as being their own separate creation. That's the point that he's bringing out here. So to the it's world. not a mitzias hayesh, right? It means that it doesn't have its own separate personal identity as being something that was created, right? So the kalim of atzilus are what? Did you find us yet? The kalim of atzilus are what? V'kamo kayach hagvul shebatzilus. Kayach hagvul shebatzilus is more Hashem or less Hashem than the Or of Atzilus? Same. More. Same. What would make something more Hashem or less Hashem? If it had a yesh, it would, be, it would seem like less Hashem. If it had himself, if it was experiencing itself it, as a yesh, it, it would feel itself to be less than Hashem. The more or identity, the opposite. The more identity, the more concealment of Hashem. More identity, the more concealment of Hashem. There is no... You cannot say that the kalim of Atzilus is any less or more than Hashem, than the light of Atzilus in Atzilus. In Atzilus itself, Right? Or really in any world, but that's besides the point. No, but that's but that was a bit of a trick question. That was a bit of a trick question in a revealed way, right? But here, in a revealed way, it's as much Hashem, the kalim, as the or. Right? And much of an expression. It's just that, it's because the point is what? It's not a metzias hayesh davar bifnei atzma. Those are the key words of this sentence. Right? 
That's the point. They're completely one with the Orein Sof. The Ihu Begarma Yichad. What does it mean, Ihu Begarma Yichad? The way he's explained. And his Mm hmm. What is that? Who is the Ihu standing for? Here on the Ihu stands for like the Or aspect of him. That's what it seems to be saying here, right? It's, it's described differently in a few different places, but yeah, that's what he seems to be saying here. Okay, where? And in particular, this level of that you find in the Orein Sof Shalomaylamatzilus. What's Lamaylamatzilus? Adam Kadmon, right? Right? Say tohu. tohu would be above Atzilus, very good. Ailam is Ain Sof. Ailam is Ain Sof, right? And right? Who in Galif Galifu Bedehira Ilah? So this is a phrase from the Zayar, which literally means he's making an engraving. In the Tehira Ilah, in the holy or uh, supernal uh, purity. Now, what is that? Veheim bechinas oisios harishima, kamoshehem lifnehatzimsum. Okay, stop. What is that? What's going on? It's kind of, it seems to be saying the same thing that we've been saying. Mm-hmm. That it's, uh, there's an engraving, it seems like something's happening, but it's just, it's not like the engraving is something in and of itself, because if it's like the Tehiru Ilah, it's this ultimate purity that it's just almost like, I don't know, expressing itself in a different way. It's, it's, it's coming to become an expression of what it is, but it's not actually something. So what do we have here? We have the orange soap before the Tsimsu, and you have, like we've been talking about it to make it very simple, two powers. Kayacha Gvul and Kayacha Built the right? Or you could say Hayechaylis, the Hayechaylis, and and Yecholis lahayir, Yecholis shalol lahayir, right? So to speak, it's a capability, right? Well, here we're calling it a Kayachagvul, right? So it's not that the Tzimtzum created something new. What did the Tzimtzum do essentially? Revealed something that was concealed. Revealed something that was concealed. Very good. Excellent. Excellent. Right? It revealed something that was concealed. It was there all along. It was known as the Kayacha Gvul before. And he's calling it here the Rishima before the Tsimsu. Which is essentially like, uh, like my example for you from the other day, like the salt in the ocean water. Right? When you evaporate the water... You're not making salt. You're not creating yeshmi and salt. The salt was always there. What are you doing? You are revealing what was concealed. So let's say that you have, right? Let's say that you have a total uh, light, 
Just let's, let's, let's use these, these, these uh, words for a second. You have total light, which would be like, let's say, total whiteness. And you wanted to write on that, let's say, a whiteboard with a, or a white chalkboard with white chalk. Would that work? No. No, would not work. What do you need to do? Black chalk. You need to remove the whiteness. You have to make it into a blackboard. Right? You have to make it into a blackboard. By making it into a blackboard, then you could write on it with white chalk. Right? So what exactly happened? So we're talking about sucking out of the light, the kayacha, kayacha what? Bligvo, right? Kayacha bligvo. Once you have that, right, you have then all the bligvo coming out. And you're, and, ah, ah, one second. And then what are you left with? Mishima, which is another word for what? Gvul, or kayacha gvul. Right? Kayacha gvul. So you have all this kayacha gvul in this area, and that's totally black, right? Can you, can you create anything there? Or is, can, through that, or in that, is there anything that can be created? No, you no. need to go back to the Balti gvul. Now you have to go back to the, right, to the Orain self before the Tsimsum. And you have to shoot in this ray of light called the kav, right, in order to now start creating. Otherwise, to write with a white chalk on the black board, right? Is that, I mean, or to little, erase the black. Then. Well, you have, no, you have the black. You have the black, so now you could write with a white chalk on it in a very, very specific manner, right? In a very, very detailed manner. And once again, you have then, you have this, this combination of kayacha bligvul and kayacha gvul, Right, that's taking place, right? But here now we have a different scenario. It's no longer just ultimate light, right? You have a black space, so to speak, right? Where you could now channel a white light into it that is going to then begin to become, to create all of existence. Is that clear? It's pretty clear, I think, yeah? By the way, what's the first thing it creates? No one knows. What's the first level at, right from the get-go? Tohu. Not Tohu. Tohu is way, way, Adam way. Kadman. Adam Kadman. Right. Adam Kadman. Adam Kadman then becomes the first part of the creation. Right? And that is this idea of a mixture of these two aspects. I once heard a, a good, exa- an interesting example of this. Uh, you need... A mixture. Let's let's just call it here, Chesed and Gvura. For a second, Chesed is what? Giving. Ultimate gilu giving, right? Just uh, flowing. If you had just Chesed, can you do anything with that? No, you can't do anything with it. It's just like sits there like a blob. It's not going anywhere. It's not doing anything. Then Gvura is the concept of what? A fire, right? Chesed is the idea of water. Gvura is the idea of fire. So, like, water combines everything together. Just everything becomes, like, one big mush. You know what I mean? Like, like if you have flour, right? It's all different particles, and you put water in it, and it all becomes one big blob, right? That's what happens, right? It just, and just sits there. Fire, on the other hand, is what? What's the objective of fire? To separate. To, separate, to break things apart. 
But if you had fire only with fire, it would just right consume itself, right? It would be there's no so you have to have a mixture of the two things working together. You have to have something to burn, right? You have to, and you have to have so a little it's called in Kabbalah it's called the Hamtakas Hadinim. The sweetening of the judgment, so to speak. Right? Which means like this. If you have only Gvura, it's not going to work. If you have only Chesed, it's not going to work. You have to have Chesed and Gvura working working together. Right? So what did you have before, so to speak, before the Tzimtzum? It's ultimate Chesed. There's nothing there. It's, I mean, there's nothing. You can't create anything. On the other hand, when you then start to have a Tzimtzum, right, then what do you have? You have Gvura. Right, because now you've hid, so to speak, the light. It's like infinite right, but you can't create anything either. Now you have to have a situation where you have bringing back the chesed, but in a way that is, so to speak, channeled. Right now you could create with those two powers together. Right, so that's the idea here of constantly bringing back and having these two ideas, so to speak, working simultaneously together. Right, so that's how then you could then start to create, you could start to create a world. That's the way it works, and that's what he's saying over here with regards to just giving us a background. Right, because in the case of the that's in the atmos or namely before the tzimtzum, it's bottled in a complete way. You, there's no, there's no way for it to shine. There's no way for it to come out. Because it's totally overwhelmed by the light. Think about the example that we gave before of the ocean water with the salt. It's just totally overwhelmed by the by the water part of it. It's not that it's not there; it's there, but it, you, it's just overwhelmed. You can't do anything with it, right? That's why you can't say that there can be any divisions in the atmos. Here we're talking about the Atmosphere of Mamish. He's just one in himself. That's it. There's no, there's, you can't possibly create. You, in other words, what's the concept of creation? Concept of creation is ribui. It's multiplicity. Right? There's something else besides for the Orainsov, so to speak. Right? Kabiyacho. Right? That's the idea. But when you have the Orainsov just shining completely, it's not shaykh that there should be any type of creation there. Again, remember the white chalk. Even if you have white chalk on a white board, you're not going to see anything. It's like lighting a match, right? What does a match do in the middle of the daytime, right? That's a famous phrase, right? In, in Torah uh, words. Right? In other words, there's nothing there. Right? There's nothing that you can't have anything. But the truth is, even after the world created, until even the creation of the worlds of Biyah, then creating even the level of a yesh, 
right? Something that experiences itself as being something separate, individual identity here in this world. The emes is, however, as much as it appears to us to be a yesh, in truth, even at this level, it's not really a yesh. Really, they're all bottle legamri. So just like the Rishima, just like the Kayach just like, right, the way it was prior to the Simsum, that you have to say it was completely bottled to the or. so really that's the truth of what's happening here nowadays also. All the Yesh, that's here nowadays is really just swimming in an ocean of, of godliness. We don't experience it that way because we're experiencing that the, the Kayach HaGvul is now Mamash Gvul. That's how we are experiencing it because that's our perspective. But in Emes, what else is there here? It's only Hashem. So really, as much as we're saying that, oh yeah, the Kayach HaGvul you know, is appearing to be a table, is appearing to be a person, is appearing to be a tree. But Be'emes, Be'emes, how is this any different than before the Tzimtzum? Really, it's not any different. So it's not that the Kayach was not there before the Tzimtzum. It was there before the Tzimtzum. It was just overwhelmed by the ore. It's just this, so to speak, this, this appearance to be that the ore was moved out or was refracted, was taken away, which makes it, it appear to be as though now the Kayach HaGvul has its own Metzias. But if you really go into the Emes part of it, it's not really that way. It's really, we're all swimming in an ocean of Orein Sof right now as well. It's just we're not experiencing it that way. Uh, just like we were in the first from our source in the root originally like it's explained elsewhere particularly talking about how this whole thing works so when a person looks from the side and takes an understanding, makes an understanding of these different types of his bonuses, it's punk farkert. It's completely the opposite. Right? You can't be further away, one his bonus from the other. So, I mean, I think you could really describe the his bonuses as three different levels, if you were to break it up. You have level number one, that Hashem is my provider. Hashem is providing for me Right, uh, really, you could have two, maybe four, four levels instead of three. Okay, Shem is providing for me, so I want to be bottled to Hashem because He's giving me lunch and supper and breakfast also sometimes. Right, we don't usually eat breakfast. Right, okay, so it's lunch and supper. Oh, you guys eat breakfast. You're in yeshiva. Okay, so then you have also the idea of how uh, Hashem is so great. Because look at all the ribui of the creation. And if he created all these ribui, wow, he's so incredibly big and so strong. And so it, in both of the, here we went from, 
it's a question. Okay, so maybe the other one's first. Okay, so first you have the provider, he's providing for me. Second one, you could say, second is argument, whether it's one or the other. I didn't see this anywhere, I'm just making this up. Second one is the idea of how he creates me, yesh me'ayin. It's a little bit more advanced than being just serving me dinner, right? That he's really creating me from nothing to something every second. The third one, you see the second and third, I'm not sure which is higher. The third one is the idea of looking at all the creation and seeing all the ribuy of creation, right? The reason why I'm not sure is because the second one is talking about the idea of yesh mi'ayin. So that's a huge thing that Hashem is creating. But on the other hand, he's really referring to me. He's still talking about me. The third one is talking about, wow, Hashem created this ribuy of creation. He must be so great. I'm not talking about Hashem. Talking about the Rebu creation. Once again, I'm focusing on the creation to understand Hashem. Which one is number two? Again, I'm not sure if it's two or three. Okay, then you have all those are all within the creation. Whether I'm focusing on the me and what I need him for, so to speak. So it's a very personal thing. Like, I need you for my lunch and supper. So thank you. Or I need you for my existence. So thank you. Right? Again, the focus is on me. Then you, have, then you have this idea of looking at the creation to, in order to get a little bit more of a, uh, an idea of what Hashem is. Again, we're not talking about Hashem. <coughs> then the, the, the whole opposite of all that, right, where we're focusing on creation and how creation is, in, is alive, is in existence, it's, uh, right? the opposite of that whole story is what we are discussing now. Is that really, if you really want to be honest about it, uh, well, you know, this whole existence that we see, and not just existence, you know, up in the upper worlds is Batal to Hashem, really even down here in this world, and all the ducks, and all the cows, and all the sheep, and all the people, and all, it's really just like the way it was before the Tzimtzum. The Tzimtzum ain't a kapshut, though, right? It's a very famous uh, argument, right? Is the Tzimtzum real? in which case Hashem lifted himself, so to speak, out of the world? Or is it Simsum not real? That it's just a, a muscle, so to speak, of what it appears to be, but really Hashem is flowing everywhere. And then there's various arguments in this, right? Uh, this is going back to, there's a letter that the Rebbe wrote that you could actually look, take a look at. It's actually been printed in English from way, way early times. And um, it was officially a letter someone in Manchester, but it was really meant for uh, Rob Dessler in explaining for the four different four different arguments in the idea of Tzimtzum, Kipshuto and not Kipshuto. Basically you have uh, two completely uh, ex- two extremes being the Alter Rebbe as a, all, all the way on one extreme to say not only is it Tzimtzum, not Kipshuto in, in the or, but even in in uh, what you call it, in him himself right? the and then you have the opposite extreme, which is the Vilna Ogon's extreme. And then you have an extreme, you have the idea of Reb Chaim Belajan, or the main, store, the, main <clears throat> the main disciple of the Vilna Ogon, who is a little bit closer to what the Alter Rebbe is saying. And you have a, the fourth opinion. Um, but anyway, it's very interesting uh, to read it. But Papayal Mamish, what we're saying here, we have the Alter Rebbe's opinion, obviously. And our point here is that really, this whole thing, it just appears from our perspective to be a Tzimtzum. It appears that we are yeshes. It appears that we are separate individual entities. 
But really, the truth is, we're if we're really just swimming in the same abishterliness as we were before, and it's just therefore we're really completely bottled. And the famous example that the Altar brings in in Paragimel of Shari Yichud is what you remember. Sun the sun, the ray of the sun and the sun. That's a famous example um, that is given over there. And uh, you can take a look. Uh, even on the bottom, you see a footnote here. Re'e shayich ve'emuna paragimel ve'elach. Right? And then you have also in tafresh mem gimel, etc., etc. These ideas of of how really, even though it appears to us to be a world, and appears to us it is a world, we are here, we are living in a world, and everything that we do is very, very important, but with this is it's more a matter of, of, okay, if we were to take this ray, like for example, just give that a muscle, right, what makes something a ray? Separateness from its source. Right, moving away from its source. It's still connected to its source, but right. it's it's moving away from it. So the fact that the source is not here, that's what it makes it appear to be a ray. But if you were to be able to like you know hold on to this ray and like climb, you know, how many millions of miles, whatever it is, all the way back up to the sun, and then stick it you know in the sun, you would see that it wouldn't be a ray; it would be just the sun. So imagine then the the, the continuation of that example is imagine the sun being here, right now. If the sun was here right now, you wouldn't have that ray. It wouldn't exist as a ray. It would just be completely bottled out of its ex- existence to the sun. So, the same thing here with our situation. And therefore, you could see why it's completely the opposite of the original earlier meditations of Sukkot Zimra, because all of those are about me being, me existing, the duck existing, the co- the cow existing. Everything is, oh yeah, we're bot- we're. We are existing in that Hashem is helping us exist, whether it's giving us our breakfast and lunch or whether it's actually bringing me into existence. But it's, there is a me. Whereas this now this whole discussion is that there is no me. I'm totally just you know nullified out of my whole form. Okay, yeah. Where um, where is this going to take us now? We'll see. You didn't read through the whole mimer yet. It's just- I like what well, we just talked about number three and number four. I, I made those numbers up. I mean, I don't, no, I don't know if you could you could really say, but but you could. I mean, you could you could sort of an anal, You could say it like that. That these are the four main discussions that we had now over the last yeah. couple of pages. It's uh, it seems like it's chapter thirty-three of Tanya's, right? Merging three and four. Merging three and four. Chapter. It's using three and four in order to like gain faith. Three being three being the rebuying of, of existence. The end it talks about rebuying existence. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing that we seem separate, but we're not. Right. So if we merge two, well, faith. Us do mitzvahs. This is all a discussion building on what we were saying, I guess, at the beginning of the Mimer of Panemius and Chitanius of Shabbos. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. The idea is that, that this is, in, on the one hand, it, you could say it's a more Panemius uh, meditation um, because it's more closer to the, the MS, you know, the truth of what it really is. But on the other hand, it's much harder to hold on to because at the end of the day, we all feel ourselves to be here, right? So therefore, it's very hard to say, oh, I don't exist. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm just a you know, poof of godliness, and that's all I am. And so is the guy that's punching me in the mouth. You know, uh, I don't know. It doesn't feel that way. Yeah. What is um, the leaf? The leaf will get to hero Elah. 
So Galif Galifa Batiri law is the original Ratzon that came up in Hashem, so to speak, to create. And it's called the Kayach HaGvul inside of or before the Tzimtzum. Right? So it's like, like there's some sort of etching that's taking place over there. That there's something there. It's not just pure uh, or ain't so, so to speak. And so after the Tzimtzum, all you had was Kayach HaGvul. But that... Right. But right. that wasn't enough to create anything? Right, right, because you right. can't create through from Gvura. You have to have the Gvura, it's like uh, Gvura, right, is is a fire. Right? But if you have just fire, it, it will it will it will just extinguish itself. But if you have a match, for example, so then a match is like a hamtaka of the fire. Because it's a it's able to feed on something and therefore you're able to use it for a particular purpose. So that's that idea of the of the mixture between the chesed and the gvura that needs to take place. So when we had for the, then all of a sudden complete kayach uh, gvul or the reshima, right, or the blackness, it's not anything. Nothing can happen through that. But it sets the stage then for there to be now the kav that's going to come in, right, and the kav that comes in is now going to be going through the Rishima, right? So it's using the Rishima, or like I explained to you the other day, this idea of Tata Gavar, which came first. So now that the Rishima, so to speak, came first, so now it could help direct, right, the Kav in a certain very, very uh, specialized way. It's sort of like, think about if you just had the Chesed of light, right, but you didn't have anything for light to bounce off of, you wouldn't even see the light. Right? You need to have some sort of gvura that's there, some sort of limitation that's there in order to, you know, in order to use the light, so to speak. Right? So that's that original, uh, original starting point. And then you can go down and you can start having the kav go into this whole space in order to create worlds in that space. Kapish? Good? Good? All right, so we'll, we'll stop apparently here. Can you help me understand?